The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to the show. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. Jer Gilroy is with me from uh, Off the Ball Towers, and Jer, we might start with rugby. Um, RG Snyman moving to Leinster. So this is a surprise, is it? Yeah, I think Ronan O'Gara referenced April Fools when he saw it. I did think that when it was sent to me this morning, I was like, "Is that a re? Is that one of those fake websites? Is that is this true?" Um, I think so. A lot of people had assumed that uh, Snyman was going to go to Bath because his former manager Johan van Graan is there. Bath are mega wealthy. They're backed by a, a multi-millionaire owner who has been craving success and has tried to buy it recently and has been un- unable to do so. But they're starting to come good. And so it just looked like it made perfect sense. It also mm. looked like it made perfect sense for the Irish rugby system not to continue to invest in RG Snyman because it's fair to say their return on investment has been really poor. So he'd, he'd have a pretty lucrative contract as a kind of a World Cup winner, uh, but he's injury prone, so hasn't played that much. Has had two ACLs and now subsequently uh, a torn pec, I think. Uh, has been very shady in, in terms of the exact reporting and uh, exactly what was happening. So I'm not suggesting anything about that, but just the, that type of stuff tends to remain private for whatever reason. Yeah. And so we missed uh, two full years with the ACLs. One of them was particularly nasty, came back and it, it didn't work and there were infections and all sorts of stuff. Mm. Uh, and so basically has missed three years of his time at Munster and is going to miss largely the rest of this season, having not played for them uh, since the World Cup. So I think we we believe he was on something close to half a million in the first contract and that would have come down for the second contract because obviously he had suffered the yeah. ACLs and, and Munster were, were back at him and he was showing loyalty to them and that was all very commendable on, on both sides but you'd have to say it hasn't worked out because he came back at the end of last season played well got back in the team was an important member for them went off to the World Cup and is probably unlikely to play for them until March maybe mm. uh, by which stage we don't know if they're still going to be in the Champions Cup So why would Leinster want him? Well a fully fit RG Snyman is in the top eight or ten second rows in the world, we think. Yeah. Again, we think because we haven't seen him consistently put 80 minutes back to back. Yeah. Even for South Africa, he was coming off the bench or he was starting games and, and being taken off after 40 minutes. So that's that's where his fitness is at at the moment. It's interesting because we don't know what the cost is going to be. And there's, there's two costs to this. One is the opportunity cost for other Leinster players to get in the team. I'll talk about that in a second. Is it 250 grand a year? Is it 500 grand a year? That's a lot of money in Leinster's overall budget when it comes to signing somebody from abroad who you can put in the team. And bear in mind, you're only allowed to have a certain limited number of non-Irish qualified players yeah. if you're a Leinster or a Munster. Um, and it's the same with Connacht and Ulster, but you can get derogations for certain things and those provinces obviously need to make a bigger leap. Whereas Leinster are the the second or third best team in Europe every year for the last five years. Yeah. Uh, but they do have Joe McCarthy in their team who is now established as the partner to uh, to James Ryan in the second row. Mm. And he's a beast. He is, he looks genetically non-Irish because he's like six foot six and 220 kilos. 120 kilos? 100, 120 kilos. 120, 220 pounds. 220 kilos you'd be rolling around the pitch. He is fast, he is athletic, he is dynamic and he is the future of Irish rugby in, in many different ways. Potentially a future Irish, Irish rugby captain. So is he not going to be in the team now that they've signed yeah. Snyman? Or is Snyman just going to be a bench player and an impact player when either of those two get injured? And maybe you need depth and maybe this is exactly what Leinster need to become the dominant team in Europe again and to take on the South Africans who are mm. established now in the European Cup and the French. It just, it, it felt like uh, one of those situations where 
are we just doing South Africa a favour here by playing him, by paying him and maybe not getting all of the... And uh, like obviously Leinster have just signed the World Cup winning head coach of South Africa and he's part of it. And so I've no doubt that he has been instrumental in helping Snyman to pick Leinster over Bath. Yeah. But it's just not a straightforward slam dunk. Now, a lot of Leinster fans who I know are like, ha 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 ha, this is amazing, we've screwed Munster over. But then you ask them, and in a big game, would you prefer Joe McCarthy to play or would you prefer Snyman to play? And fundamentally, what's the point of the provinces is to make our national team better. Really, we can, like they also want to win things and maybe by winning things they make the national team better. Yeah. It's just not a straightforward, you sign this great player. There is an opportunity cost for the other second rows at Leinster. Yeah. Who, no doubt now some of them so are is it, is it short-termism? I mean, is it is it a view that, as you say, God, we have been the second or third best team for five years in a row and we're kind of sick of it and maybe we can get this guy fit, squeeze a year out of him and either he starts or he is an impact player but he shores things up and he makes us better in 12 months. And yeah, there's lo- there's logic to everything Jura says but you know what? All I'm focused on is the Champions Cup final. Well, let, let, I suppose it's, it's an excellent question. Let me ask you, do you think that there is some kind of hangover in the Leinster players from failing to win oh, yes. the Champions Cup the last couple of years. I would think so. And do you think that manifested itself when they were playing for Ireland against New Zealand? That actually in those tight games, so Leinster blow most teams out of the water, generally, when they're playing well. Yeah. Um, uh, did, but they're not hard bet, as we would say in Gaelic games. They, they win easily, or they're bet. Um, no, it's a bit simplistic, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I do. And now they'll point to you know, drop goals, winning matches here and there. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you could you could point to a lot last weekend in La Rochelle where Leinster finally got that off yeah, their backs. Yeah, and, and maybe Snyman coming in teaches them all how to be uh, brutal World Cup winners. And that's what that's the missing piece. And in 10 years' time, we look back in our show and you go, actually, you know what? That was brilliant. It's just, I, I think, uh, will he play? Is he fit? Will there be value for money or will he have six months on the sidelines or eight months on the sidelines yeah. like he's had in each of the years that he's played for money? I don't know on that. I don't know if a an individual player is going to a kind of infuse a team uh, and an entire club with a new culture. Uh, I mean, you know, he's not the first Springbok to come here. He's not the first World Cup winner. And I don't know if the previous iterants have, iterations have uh, kind of changed culture, have they? Um, we're putting a lot on poor old R.G. Snyman's shoulders Munster were very successful but they would say that certain individuals over the years have helped just bring in an outside influence and I think with, with Leinster right, they've, they've just got the head coach from South Africa so that's you would assume going to help with the culture Yeah. Um, but look I, look, if it works out and if he stays fit it's incredible Like it, it's absolutely incredible he is very very talented it will mean less game time for one of our better second rows yeah all right, okay, listen, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the proof will be in the pudding, as they say. Uh, one final bit of uh, sporting news I want to talk to you about because uh, poor old Joey Barton won't like it. The first female ref in the Premier League this weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it turns out that whole thing was just a, a shit posting to get listeners to his podcast. I mean, no one's ever done that before. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, this is this is great, but she's obviously going to feel under a lot of pressure and... Uh, um, you know, we've watched so many bad refereeing performances that uh, you're still going to have people identifying any mistake she makes as, oh, told you, whereas actually it's just people make mistakes. So hopefully this is the start of many. Yeah. All right. Listen, Jerry Gilroy from Off The Ball. Thank you very, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.